at the risk of uh, upsetting you, which I don't want to do because I love our uh, new friendship. I really do. But And I know that Alex Jones has said a heck of a lot of stuff, Steve, which is right on the money, right on the money. Uh, but I could never forgive him, and you're not going to convince me to feel any differently. I could never forgive him uh, for what he said about those kids at Sandy Hook. I mean, I, listen, I, I am getting older, and I'm starting to believe more and more of these conspiracy theories but dead kids on a classroom floor, that is not the time and or place for that. I understand a lot of folks like you and in that circle appreciate Alex. think he's a very smart guy. I'm not saying he's not. But what he did there was despicable. That's my opinion. Well, I think he's, uh, I think he's paid for that. I think he's, uh, I think he's apologized for that. I think he's tried to explain it. I'm not defending him on that. I don't defend him on a lot of stuff he does. My point is that if you look at the other stuff he's talked about, for years, that's why they're also trying to crush him. It's just not, uh, it's just not uh, Sandy Hook or, or, or Newtown, um, which is you know he's dealt with that. I think he's just offered the parents of the 1.5 billion dollar uh, uh, what he lost right and owes them. I think he's offered them a 55 million dollar settlement. I'm sure they're not going to take that, but I think he's trying to at least and somehow try to make amends at least financially after the court. Uh, found him uh, responsible for that. And I think the way he purported himself in court was at least the beginning uh, to try to heal that. And like I said, the people that know him, uh, a lot of people don't defend that as I don't. Uh, And I don't really know the details since it wasn't, you know, it's not something that uh, I really followed or or believed in on his aspect. I think he's tried to, to the degree possible, make amends for that now. But I I, I agree with you. I'm I'm talking about the other stuff, which I think he's done a great job. Yeah particularly in the World Economic Forum and some of the things that he looked crazy at the time he was saying it. But if you follow him over the years, he's been he's been pretty dead spot on in so many different aspects. Yeah, very smart guy, and you're right. I have followed some of the stuff he said, and uh, it did seem crazy at first, and it turned out to be exactly right. And when you're right against Steve Bannon is that he is one of those guys with the target on the back. I mean, for me to wake up on a December morning in the United States, in the United States, Steve Bannon, and for some state to tell me that I can't vote for the person that I want to vote for, when, in fact, we know, we know that he's not on trial. He is not on trial for an insurrection. There's not even a legal ground for Colorado to do what they're doing. We have really hit rock bottom in the United States. Joe Biden, the Constitution has been basically thrown out. At this point, it's become toilet paper. But they're doing a Donald Trump in Colorado. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, whether you love Donald Trump like we do or hate his guts. This is one of the more embarrassing moments in the history of this country. I know you agree. Well, I think it, I think it's going to be positive in the fact that I think it'll be an inflection point. I think people see now with Jack Smith, everything coming at him for the Justice Department and trying to hurry up this this phony trial in D.C., Jack Smith, as crazy as he is, never charged President Trump with insurrection. The reason is there, there was no insurrection. There's no evidence of an insurrection. Uh, and what the judge out there – remember, the judge in the first trial ruled that Trump should be on the ballot. This, this was an ter- overturn on appeal by the guys that lost. So, so the, the first judge ruled that Trump should be on the ballot. The one thing she did is took the J6 committee report which is completely shoddy work, and entered that as evidence that he committed uh, uh, the crime of, uh, of insurrection, which he's never been charged with. 
And that's what the Supreme Court of uh, Colorado – look, I think it's an inflection point. I think it's going to turn out to be very positive for President Trump. I think his polling uh, will go up. And one of the reasons, if you look at the polling set, it's absolutely brutal for Biden. I mean, I think Trump's leading young voters under 30 by six points now. Biden is in a total freefall. So the so the apparatus out there that hates Trump and, and doesn't the established order that does not want Trump back in the White House will uh, and people should understand this. They're, this is just not the this is not the last. They're going to pull everything they can possibly pull to try to thwart President Trump's victory. Also, people should understand this is the beginning of the nullification project of his second term. Even when he wins. This is going to be relentless. This will be more relentless than his first term when they did Russiagate right out of the box. They have no intention of allowing President Trump to, to win. When he does win, they have no intention of allowing him to govern. They will come at him every day, and this is well-funded, uh, very, very sophisticated. And you see this travesty in Colorado uh, is only the first. So people better strap in because if they think it's going to get better and easier, they're dead wrong. These people are bound and determined to keep Trump from the White House. And once Trump wins <clears throat> with the support of the people of this country, they will do everything to make sure that he can't govern uh, effectively. So people better this, – this should be a wake-up call to the nation about the lengths they will go to to stop, uh, to stop President Trump and his uh, populist movement. I agree with you, um, and there's no reason to not agree with you because that's all we've seen since he's come down the escalator is news about how much they hate Donald Trump. That's it. You know, what's interesting, Steve, is how stupid could these people be? They've tried impeachments in work. They've indicted this man four times. He's got civil trials as well. Whatever they've done, especially over the last eight months, to try to derail President Trump has backfired. Why would they think? I'm just curious. Why would they think what they've done here in Colorado, which is un-American and unconstitutional, why do they think? That'll work in their favor. Why? Because they believe that with their power, that they will scare Americans off. What they're playing on here is fear. And, uh, and what they believe, they keep coming. And they're not going to back off. And I want to go back to what you just said. It's just, not the, 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 it's just not what they've done, but the degree to it. Remember, in, in Manhattan right now, you have a Moscow show trial like the 1930s where – you know, being in the finance business, I've never seen anything like this. For what Trump did in the normal course of business with sophisticated Wall Street banks, he's on trial to take his entire empire that they've worked on for a couple of generations and built an incredible business in New York City. They are literally trying to take his business empire from him, like something you would see in the Soviet Union back in the 20s or 30s. And, that, and that's going to play out in, in the month of January. On the criminal charges, it's 700 years in federal prison. Let me repeat that. The charges add up to potential 700 years in federal prison. They want to see him die in a federal prison. On the 14th Amendment, they're prepared. They don't care about the fact they're taking people's right. They're taking the fundamental right in this country for someone to vote against Donald Trump, right, to vote against Donald Trump. Uh, they don't care. They will they will go to any measures, and I don't believe we've seen the last. And look at look at look at the uh, the other Letitia James uh, travesty on the on the on the on the expenses uh, for Stormy Daniels, or look at this joke, the RICO charge, which is crumbling before our eyes and falling apart before our eyes in, in Georgia. It's so over the top. 
They're, they're so vicious about Trump, and the reason is they want to crush the populist movement. They want to show people that even someone as powerful, as strong, as dedicated, as smart as Donald Trump will be destroyed if you get out of line, just like Julian Assange. You will be destroyed if you get out of line. Okay, and that's the message they're trying to send to a right another generation or people that would work with him or people would go in his to his White House or to his cabinet that you will not be employed. You won't have uh, you, you'll be outed out of your clubs. You won't be in your associations. You can't go back to your alma mater and speak because you will be othered. Uh, and they're using all the powers of the state in, in terribly well financed to come after Trump. And so I think this is an inflection point that people will wake up and see how over the top it is. Uh, but I'm just warning people, it's going to get so much worse before Election Day in November. And so this is going to be a test of wills between the populist movement in this country and the established order. Well, I got bad news for him, Steve. My old Jewish grandmother used to have an expression. And it went like this. F him. I'll see you at Mar-a-Lago on New Year's Eve. And I'll be standing right next to you when we win this election again in 2024. Well, uh, the, your lips, your lips to God's ears, or your, or your uh, grandmother's lips to God's ears. I agree, <laughs> I agree with her. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, very, very Merry Christmas. Happiest of New Year's if I see you before. Great. Uh, either way, thank you so much for these uh, last two weeks. I really hope you become a major part of this program in uh, 2024. You really are great. God bless you, Steve Bannon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. Love the show. Merry Christmas uh, and Happy New Year if I don't see you. You too, buddy. Steve Bannon right here on Sid and Friends in the Morning. That's two amazing weeks in a row. Thank you, Steve.